0: If you were a color, which one would you be? I'm Kelly Wilkness and I'm here with Anita Joyce and this is Decorating Tips and Tricks. How to create your signature color palette. I like this idea. I think everybody should have one. And Anita, if you were a color, which color would you be?
1: Oh, I think I would be Lavender. How about you?
0: I think you would be lavender, too. I think I would be yellow. In,
1: I was going told. to guess that. I thought it was going to be yellow.
0: Truth be told, I think I would be yellow.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, it's summery. It's sunny. It's happy. I think it's a good color.
0: Yeah, I think that's my color. Maybe I would say green because it seems so cool and zen and whatever. But I think really Mm -hmm. in my heart of hearts, my my color would be yellow. So yeah, we're going to find out what color is your color today or help you figure that out anyway. We thought this would be a great uh, episode to really get into the nitty gritty. We talk about limited color palettes a lot. And we talk about using pops of color around your decor and whatnot, but we really have never really talked about this particular subject.
1: No, and you know, I'm so glad that we're talking about it because we've talked about how to create your own signature decorating style, the importance of creating your own decorating style, but we haven't really talked about creating your own signature color palette. And to be quite frank, I think that's just as important, possibly even more important than knowing your style because you can take a lot of different styles and put them together. And the color is the unifying element throughout a house. And I've always felt like that's my secret weapon is knowing that I just have certain colors that I repeat throughout my house and and limiting those. And I just felt like that was kind of uh, something that really pulled everything together and so if your house is feeling maybe like you not unified this is really the easiest and the best way to do it and I did want to add one little nugget to to this thought because some people say well I like a lot of color different colors in my house I want every color under the sun in the rainbow in my house I think you can do that and it can look quite nice but I also believe it requires a higher skill level to achieve in a good way. I mean, wouldn't you agree with that?
0: Oh, yeah. That's not uh, Color 101. That's like the master's degree of color.
1: Right. So it can be done, and I've seen it done well. But if you're not feeling super confident, I wouldn't start there.
0: Yeah. And then, because then you would have to get into the percentages of how much you use those colors and things like that, which we have talked about in the past, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. we can sort of circle back a little bit because we never really went too deep into that. But uh, yeah, and I, it's one of those things that I don't know that I thought about it in years past, but I really think I've always decorated this way with the um, continuity of color. Maybe not as honed and as limited a palette as I have now, but it's one of those kind of secret decorating weapons that's right there in the open. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. because when you see it, You don't necessarily maybe now because people have listened to the podcast. You don't necessarily say, "Oh, well, I know why those rooms look so good and why there she's got this flow and why this just all seems to feel really good when I'm in this house." You you don't. It doesn't necessarily jump out at you as being that obvious, but it's right there. You know, the lavender or the blue or the yellow or whatever the color is is flowing through all the rooms and it's it's holding everything together.
1: Right, and. It also speaks to my thought that you really to get a really good look for your home, I think the best approach is to approach your entire house as one single entity, rather than I think I used to think of each room as its own little universe and what I did in one room could be completely different from what was in the other room. And I think that uh, again, you can probably make that, I mean, you can make that work, but it's not going to feel, it's not as easy to pull that together. I think if you want everything to feel cohesive, to feel like it all belongs in the same house, to have it feel like it's your style, I think you want to take these colors, maybe three to five main colors and use those throughout your house. And maybe one room focuses more on one color than the other but it's kind of the same colors. And I want to add one other thought to this. If you have the same colors throughout your entire house, here's the beautiful thing that happens as a result of that. It all feels like it goes together. But the other thing is you can easily move things from one room to another. And I do that all the time. It creates a fresh look without having to make any purchase. And it's such a smooth transition. And it's just a great way to have a fresh look. And it's something... That you can do all the time. Whereas if each room has its own color, you're stuck with whatever is in that room. That's, that's it. You're not going to be able to move it somewhere very easily.
0: Yeah, it's so true. My daughter wants me to reupholster her love seat in bright, bright bubblegum pink,
1: which oh. would look
0: so cool right now mm-hmm. in her extra sort of loungy homework room. Mm-hmm. And it would be just such a cool pop. But if I do that, then I'm stuck with this. I talked her into black with pink pillows, which then I can use it again.
1: Well, that's, yeah, that's what I was going to say. And when Evie was smaller, she wanted her room painted pink. And I it was the old house that we had to move from anyway, because I was going to have to paint the whole thing. Yeah, And and, you know, I just said, you know, we're going to be moving soon, and then we're going to have to pay to paint this in a few years. I said, let's just add whatever color you want in the room, in the furnishings, and just leave the walls. I mean, just, you know, if your kid likes pink, you don't have to paint the walls all pink, just to add a bunch of pink things to the room. And I'm with you. If it's a sofa, I thought you meant like an ottoman, which you could easily reupholster. But if it's a sofa, I'm with you. Add it with throws, pillows, artwork. Yeah. And then maybe when she goes off to college, she can take the pink things with her. Yes. Exactly. If that's not your look. <laughs> exactly. Well, then she was like, wait, but I'm not leaving.
0: <laughs> that's a whole other story. Yeah, they
1: don't. Yes, they You'll don't. Leave. Sometimes, sometimes, they don't you, leave. sometimes they don't leave.
0: Sometimes they don't leave, but Mm-mm. she'll leave. She'll, she could come back, but it's okay. Um, I have something funny I have to tell you and share with everyone. Um, I got a text from my friend, Julie from high school who has, you know, listens to the podcast and that's kind of how we reconnected and rekindled our friendship, which has been so fabulous. Just another offshoot of the, our podcast. That's been terrific. So she texts me uh, yesterday, I guess it was, um, tell Anita, I went topless today.
1: Oh, (laughs) uh,
0: I, I Took me a moment to think what she you was were talking about. You were thinking,
1: "I'm I, a little put off by this."
0: I was like, "Are you on a French <laughs> beach with a new?" What's going on? No, no. Julie had listened to episode 326 about the China cabinet. So if you, if anybody's listening to this one who hasn't listened to that one, go mm-hmm. listen to some great advice, and then you too can go topless and let us know if you do. But it cracked me up. Yeah, so I want to pass that on to you.
1: Ooh, that's exciting
0: yes it was she said, it she felt it felt fabulous didn't it well it's freeing what
1: can i say tell it her is. to send some pictures that's still a which little sounds- in new yeah. jersey
0: but it looks good
1: tell her to send pictures
0: uh, she did she sent me a picture but not in a weird way i'll text you yes it, it looks really nice uh but yeah so anybody uh listen to 326 and and you can try it too Okay, so let's get going. Let's get some signature palettes rolling here. I think you can start, obviously, you start thinking about it. You might have, if you're in a house for a while, you know, it, it might be harder because you've already got things going on. But if you feel like it's time for a change, then just start reassessing. Look at all the rooms. As Anita said, look at your house as one entity, not separate rooms and all that. If you're moving to a new house, uh, and, or you're building a house or something like that. Then you have this blank slate. You can start all over your palette can be completely different. Like as I did here, as I was getting ready to, to move into this house, which took a long time. I had a lot of time to think about it. Mm -hmm. I think part of the reason why, even though my house is a Victorian, that I wanted to be primarily white with black accents. And then uh, the pops of yellow and this golden saffrony color that i use is because it was so dark and musty mm-hmm. before you know it was it was almost just like running to the light in a wet in effect but i just felt like that would be not only right for the house but also really felt right for me at this point in my life how do you get to you know your your color well as i'm saying one might just come write to mine, but I would suggest you just make a quick list. Don't overthink it. Just write down maybe three to five favorites. Three probably is best. Don't overthink it, but be descriptive. Don't just write blue, you know, describe mm-hmm. it, the kind of blue. Is or nearly... find a
1: picture of it and then put it, you know, in your Pinterest, do the Pinterest board with these right. colors. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think you're right. I think you want to start with this three to five. I mean, that's kind of a good number. And then go back and listen to kind of our, which podcast episode was that where we talked about the 60, 30, 10? Oh, because I think that's yeah. part of what's going on here. You're going to want, I think, a, a primary color. That
0: and put it in well, the show notes.
1: P- Right, right, right. So there's the primary color or the dominant color, the secondary color, and an accent color.
0: Okay, but let me back up. For what mm-hmm. I'm saying about this list is, mm-hmm. this would be just to sort of decide what your... The, Which the colors you're are. At, yeah, you're at the next step for maybe well, you're making I, a palette. Like, let's just say you might write down
1: well, I mean, yellow and blue. I don't know. Well, I think there's a lot of different approaches, but I guess what I'm trying to say is we're not going to have the same amount of each color in the room. And I I guess what I'm trying to get across is there's your main color, or the, there, there's going to be maybe one or two main colors, and then there's going to be, you know, they're going to be your your stars, so to speak. And then right. you're going to have some smaller actors. So I don't want you to think all these colors are going to be used in the same amount in your house. Oh, so yeah. that was kind of my point I was trying to make. Totally agreed. I, I'm right. just saying
0: with this quick list, like not thinking about it too much, but being descriptive, this would be to find your star.
1: Right, 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 right. So thank thank you for clarifying that, because I think that's important to clarify, is that I think you want to start with your star uh, color first, and you can pick it a, co- a lot of different ways. You can see what color is predominant already in your home. You can see what color maybe that you like to wear the most. Maybe it's a color that you're drawn to the most. Uh, and then... But here's the thing. You may look around your house and realize that the color that you really like is nowhere to be found in your house. And Kelly and I both went through this uh, where we changed color uh, palettes. And when you're doing a complete color palette change, it is a jolt to the house. And you're going, I mean, it's not going to be easy because you're basically taking out. I had everything red and yellow. I had to move. I just had to I had- yeah, move. Yeah, I basically did. <laughs> um, and then cover everything with slip covers. So, uh, yeah, so I don't want you to feel bound by what's in your house now, but it's certainly going to be easier if you kind of like what's in your house to kind of start with that. But yeah, so I mean, and you know, another way that if you're Kind of another way to do this is, and this is the way I used to do it, is to go looking at fabrics. And just when I found a pattern that I just adored, I would try to pull out a color that I adored from that pattern fabric. Oh, and that would be my way. main color. I wouldn't
0: color. have thought of that. Okay.
1: Yeah, well, I, sometimes people yeah. do it that way.
0: Mm-hmm. No, because, and it's also... Probably, you know, the people who made the fabric, they've already thought about some colors that look really nice together. So you might get your star and two supporting uh, players right in the one fabric and you could work from there. Um, Also just pay attention to how colors make you feel. What kind of feeling do you want to have in your home based on how that color moves you? Uh, Maybe it's a color Mm -hmm. from your past that has made an impression on you. Like, your grandma's jadeite collection or something, and you just love that green because it makes you feel Oh,
1: I love jadeite.
0: Yeah. So things like that, Mm -hmm. you know, so it doesn't, you know, please don't make it the, you know, necessarily the
1: color of the year. Well, in the end, you have to keep your family in mind because if it were just me, I probably purple would be the main purple color. Mm -hmm. Throughout my entire house, but it's a little on the girly side. So I have not made that the main, the main color really is more of a a blue, Mm -hmm. kind of a a cornflower. Well, I don't know. I have different shades of blue, but uh, definitely blue, I would say is more the major shade. And then I have a purple is more of a minor player that I sneak in whenever I can.
0: Uh, Yeah, I'm noticing. I don't know if the other people in your house are noticing, (laughs) but it looks really beautiful. Oh, well,
1: thanks. Well, I did do the purple rug, but I held my breath because I thought, (laughs) I have two purple rugs at the farm now. Right. And I thought, am I going to get away with this? Am I going to do this? I'm like, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. And not, no pushback. So, No pushback, okay. Well, but he says he's just, you know, he's just numb to it anymore. But I did, I know the poor guy, he's really, but. He did not like all the florals in the house, uh, floral fabrics. And uh, I got rid of almost every single floral fabric in the house to to make him happy. And so yeah. that's kind of the compromise. So it's kind of, you yeah. just got to work it out for yourself and your family.
0: Yeah. No, that's that's really true. It, you
1: have to take into consideration. So if pink is your favorite color, just check with your spouse.
0: Yeah. Or use it in a way where to the untrained eye it doesn't even look that pink but
1: you know it's mm-hmm. pink
0: you know yeah uh, there's there's subtle ways to pull in your face The in-
1: oh yeah like or maybe you open your cabinet and it's all hot pink
0: yeah but you can't you see go. it until you
1: open the doors. see
0: yes i could tell laura i'll paint the inside of her closet hot pink um Okay. So the, once you have identified your signature color, so you can use these various methods or ideas and t- you know, take some time doing it. It's kind of a little bit of a commitment because you, you might be buying some things that are have a higher price tag than just uh, accessories in this color. So once you've identified it, then you're going to use it as the base for your color palette. And I think this is in line with what Anita was saying earlier, that you're going to have these supporting colors, supporting actors uh, to play along with your star color.
1: Yes, exactly. I think that, so keep that in mind, you're going to have one or two major colors and then these uh, other colors you're going to work in. And one may be more of a star in one room than another, but this way, you know, you'll have a theme throughout your house, so to speak
0: and i love that because uh, you know and you're it doesn't have to be like a paint chip you know where you've got your star color and then you've got one darker and one lighter uh it can be contrasting it could be complementary we did a whole episode on complementary mm-hmm. colors not too long ago just something that's going to work well with it and also a color that has some meaning to you or just mm-hmm. moves you in, in a way that other colors don't like you know, I've said this time and time again. I'm just not a blue girl, but I see blue, and I mm-hmm. I like to wear blue. Mm-hmm. Um, and I when I see it, I really appreciate it. But there's something about blue that just does it in my decor that just doesn't make my heart beat faster. I think it's lovely. I just wouldn't want to live with blue.
1: Yeah, I think, well, exactly. And that's what makes us all different. So It's a beautiful can, mosaic.
0: But here's the thing, like what. you want to find the color that makes your heart beat a little faster and makes you it mm-hmm. feel good.
1: Well, right. And what you were saying, Kelly, I think is very important. There's a lot of different ways you can pick those other colors because you can even like, say, if you picked a blue, you can kind of stick with colors near the, in the blue family where you're going different shades of blue right. and maybe with white and cream and oatmeal. I mean, that's one thing that you can do, or you can go with complementary, which is going across the color wheel to something that's the opposite color. So there's a lot of different ways to do this. I did want to mention one thing because I know in working with a client recently, her house was so beautiful, so beautiful, but she felt like It was missing something. And she had used a lot of blue and white in her house. And it was beautiful. She'd done such a wonderful job. But I I saw what it was that she was feeling. And it was too, um, it needed a little contrast. Mm. So I was trying to talk her into adding uh, pink, which she didn't like pink, so we couldn't go there. But maybe like some coral or some peach or something just a little touch, not like a whole room full of the color, mm-hmm. but just maybe a pop here and there to kind of create a little contrast because as much as I love an all blue room, I feel like it needs some other color thrown in to kind of throw it off a little bit. You right, know what I saying?
0: It, yeah, because it ends up making the blue look better, whether that it, you know, makes it look bluer or just it just in the in mm-hmm. the the contrast of it, it makes it look better. Like in the garden, like I have a whole white garden, but even though my garden is all white, I do have you know, blue or, you know, really lavender purple because there's not that much real blue in the garden. And I just see can even see it in the garden. If there's a little salvia that's blue coming up next to the white roses, but just a little touch that you don't, almost don't even notice it. Or I have lavender plants. It makes the mm-hmm. white, look better. It just right. it makes it pop more.
1: Well, and we've talked about this with people that go with the neutral rooms, they're all white, and I love the look, but you can't have everything in a room be white. You're going to have to put something else in there that's not white. Or it just looks like snow it's snow, you've got snow on top of everything. Yeah, you know, and you-
0: for your mind's eye, it's sort of confusing because it doesn't really know what to land on because it's all sort of the same, you know? I mean, you can only do, texture is terrific and should be utilized, but you can only do so much with different textures. So I think it is really nice to have Mm -hmm. a color mixed in.
1: Right. And so, and we're talking about colors. I'm not, I mean, I don't know about you, Kelly, but I'm not really counting neutrals, whites, creams, necessarily black. No,
0: because I like what you were saying about when you pick your signature color, whatever Mm -hmm. that is, you can go the route of then the other colors being the neutral. So you could have Mm -hmm. that. And I think that is absolutely beautiful. And, you know, you see that really well done all over the place right Mm now. It, you know, I think it's a little bit harder and there's a smaller, uh, number of people doing the real contrasting colors, like really going the either side of the color wheel. And I think that's harder to do and definitely harder to do really well, Mm -hmm. but you can do it. I mean, so I would refer people to our complementary colors episode where we go into the, you know, you don't want it to look like Christmas all the time. So how do you use red and green together and make it work?
1: Well, Right. And I love blue and the opposite of blue is orange. And I really dislike orange greatly Mm -hmm. (laughs) in my house. uh, Like you don't like blue in your house. Orange just doesn't work for me. So yeah, I can't really do that. The complimentary colors with the blue because I'm just not crazy. So I do mix in some pinks and lavenders, which is enough of a contrast, I think makes it work quite well. And today's episode is brought to you in part by... Picking your signature color
0: is just going to really emphasize... Uh, your personal stamp that you're putting on your home. And we talk about that in almost every episode, like this is your house. Mm -hmm, You mm -hmm. you need to make it your own in the way that makes you feel best with, uh, you know, your color choices, uh, your fabrics and within your budget and all of those things and your personal items, whether it be from travel or um, from your kids' art or photos or things like that, May, having a signature color palette can just take that personalization, uh, you know, up a notch, like to another level. You can mm-hmm. even get a color made specifically for you uh, if you're talking about color paint colors.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. And I also think about how a lot of influencers, bloggers have a particular color have a particular color a palette in their homes or a particular look in their homes and when you see the picture we've talked about this you know this is this person or that person. Mm-hmm. I think that's fun for everyone to have a particular look, a particular mix of colors where when somebody sees that your friends will know oh that that's that's your that's your look. And another thing that's really cool about having this your color palette defined is that when you are shopping for things it's going to be so easy to figure out if this is something you want in your house. So you're going to kind of think, is this going to fit with my color scheme? Is it not going to work with it? And I think that's very helpful uh, to rule out some things because I think sometimes we have too many choices and it's very hard to decide. So this is going to make it easier. Although I'm going to add a caveat, if it's something you truly, truly love, even though it may not be the color palette of the room, uh, you know, I, I often just get it anyway because if it's just something, well, the reason <laughs> I say you that always move and change your color. <laughs> well, the reason I say that is because, you know, you want a, a, a collected feel for a room over time. And sometimes there's just something amazing and it may not fit that color scheme, but I, I hate to say, don't get it just because it doesn't fit the colors. It's kind of like we talked about the artwork. Don't worry about the artwork matching the colors of the room. Exactly. Uh, you know, I hate for you not to get something. I got some chairs that my 18, I think they're from 1815. Some chairs I bought from the federal period. It's kind of an aqua and a green that I don't really have in my house, but they were one of a kind chairs, amazingly old. This paint, I think is original. How can I turn? And they have some red on them. Something i I bought them anyway. Oh yeah, you had to have those chairs, of but course. they work. But they work, you know. It, it's um, they they do actually do work in the room. Believe it really or not,
0: they really do. Um, so yes, a point well made. You know, if it is something that's just a wow piece, you know, you can have a wow piece. You can have something that's adding some tension, but. You, you don't want to do that on a regular basis. I, I think Anita's initial point, which is very valid, having this this signature color palette that you developed for yourself, it curates the universe. And yes, mm-hmm. there are a zillion different choices. And sometimes you get overwhelmed, uh, particularly people get overwhelmed with paint colors and people get really overwhelmed with fabric choices and all of that. Um, so this will kind of like, you know, you go to... The, the part of the fan deck that just has your signature colors in it that you want to have. You go to the fabric store and you just pull out books that have your signature colors in it. It's going to make life a lot easier. Yeah. And then if you trip upon a piece of art or some, you know, some cool old birdcage or something that's in an off color and it has a great patina, well, you know, don't spray paint it your favorite color. Just leave it as it is and see how you can work it in. Those sorts of things will always make a room interesting and they don't necessarily have to be within the signature palette. Mm -hmm. I have a couple of colors to throw out unless you've got some more, uh, advice on finding your signature palette.
1: No, go, go for it.
0: Okay. So some color palette starters, I just came up with a, a couple of blues, yellows, reds, and greens. I mean, really basics. Um, you know, we could spend hours upon hours talking about every single color you know lavagers and greiges and all of those but I just think these are the basic colors and I'm throwing out some now these are paint colors but they could translate into fabrics as well but so if you took a look at these colors you might say oh yeah that's the kind of blue that I really like so for the blues there's blueprint. It's kind of a slate, smoky, kind of foggy blue. I think mm-hmm. I think it's really pretty. Like if I was a blue girl, this might be a blue that mm, I could live with.
1: Sounds beautiful.
0: And then the other blue that I absolutely love and I've seen in action many times, I've used it with a couple of clients of mine is Hail Navy. And that is a really beautiful navy. I'm not gonna say it tends to to black. It's not that dark, but it's also not, you don't think 4th of July when you Mm -hmm. see it. It's darker. Mm -hmm. The yellow is um, two yellows, the Hawthorne yellow, again, from Benjamin Moore and a humble gold. Uh, That's Sherwin Williams. I used to have humble gold in my house. I love that color. I actually was toying with, I'm like, I can't have a yellow room. No, I can't, but maybe some Maybe my closet can be yellow, something like that. I don't want a yellow room again, but this is such a beautiful color. And it really is like the color of sunshine in a really subdued way. It's both of these colors are more, I would say more like harvesty yellows rather than I think a uh, a really bright yellow can be really cold. And I one time made a mistake in a guest room that we had years ago And had it painted in this, uh, it was just not a good yellow. And that was lesson learned. You have to be really careful with yellows. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then a couple of reds, Ruby Red by Benjamin Moore. I mean, the name says it all. It is red. Uh, You know, that might be a color that you pick. Oh, yes, red. I love red. That's going to be my signature color. But maybe you just paint your front door this. And then maybe you have a chair that you paint in the red or something like that. It's not a color you'd necessarily want to do a lot of decor with. And then there's Red Delicious by Glidden. Also a really very vibrant red. And the greens. Oh, these two greens. Really beautiful. Really um, subdued. Uh, One is Royal Orchard. That's again by Bear, And then there's one Smoke and Ash by Dunn Edwards. I don't know if everybody knows about Dunn Edwards, but they're a brand here. I think they originated in California and they've been in business for years and years and years. I'm not sure that you could get them everywhere. You can certainly take the color and take it to any reputable paint store and they'll be able to match it for you.
1: Oh, those are some wonderful ideas. I was getting exciting hearing about those colors that you, you know were mentioning.
0: What, and would look, you know, really nice with your lavender is this smoke and ash. I love the green and lavenders together.
1: Oh, I do too. I love green and purple together so much.
0: Yeah, that's really, and
1: cool. I, I don't have a lot of green in my house, but I definitely have green in Elisa's room. So I've, uh, it's kind of an awning kind of a mm-hmm. stripe on her bed. And so you know, of course, I have some blue and and, and pink in there as well because <laughs> I had to work it in, right?
0: Yeah, of course. So, yeah, I think that this is a really fun thing to take on and maybe some not something everybody thinks about. You know, they think about, oh, what colors am I going to paint my walls? But really thinking about, in a sense, like really owning these colors, like really thinking about what colors make you feel good and then working from there rather than oh here are the colors that are available and you know i'll just pick from here or let me just default to white which is fine but you know again if you're going to use white then make it a white you really love and make white you know your important color that's kind of what i did here
1: yeah, and you know, sometimes we are limited by the colors available as far as fabrics go. I mean, paints obviously you can go with whatever color you want. But, you know, the colors that are popular as far as uh, textile fabrics do change. And so there's not, you know, like some one year it might be coral that's hot, another year it might be chartreuse. So we are limited a little bit by that, like by those choices that the textile industry is making. However, with the internet, there's almost always the color that you want available somewhere. Yeah. So I think you'll be able to find it somewhere. You might just have to keep on looking if it's not as popular everywhere that year.
0: Yeah. Just, yeah, if you need to dig a little deeper and with this focus, it really does hone in your focus on what you're looking for, then you should be able to find it. So okay. yeah, let us know if you have a signature color or you're developing your signature colors, let us know. We would love to hear about it. We'll slide into our crushes now. Anita, do you have a crush today?
1: I do. I came across a company called Reason to Bake, and you can find them at reasontobake.com. They're a gluten-free bakery. They specialize in gluten-free uh, products. They're made in the mountains of North Carolina, and they they focus on also on all natural products and their cookies and, and other baked goods. But here's the thing that of course really got to me. They hire and train intellectually disabled adults to work there. And it's a mom and her daughter who the daughter, I believe has down syndrome, uh, started the company. And I, the, the cookies were very good too, but you know, I just love, uh, their mission also. So it's reason to bake. And I think they will ship to wherever you are. So uh, do check them out.
0: So do they send you the mixes or did they send you the actual cookie?
1: Well, I went into some stores that actually carry them and I bought their cookies. Right. So they do ship their cookies and I, they may have mixes as well, but oh my you can buy okay. them. I think you can buy their cookies and cupcakes and things online.
0: Well, you know, I'm gluten-free now.
1: Well, I know. And and I'm, it, so isn't I really, it great? I tell you,
0: it really is. Um, And it wasn't as hard as I thought, but so I'm really excited about this and what a wonderful Mm -hmm. company to support. Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. Uh, I I was just so excited to find them. Uh, So what's yours?
0: Well, my crush this week is an IG account. So we're kind of combining my crush with an IG feature. I am enjoying the IG account called Empty Nesting Like a Boss. The pictures are fabulous. I love the look of everything she posts. As she loves old stuff. I love old stuff. We love sort of the same colors, but she's so witty and funny and you can just really relate to so many of the things. I find myself laughing out loud. So head to the Instagram account, Empty Nesting Like a Boss. Say hi to Stacy. Tell her to say hi to Ron for you and tell her that Kelly sent you. We're always giving tips and we love when you guys send us tips. So we got this really great tip and it's a very inspiring tip from Diana D. Diana said that she listened to the Happier in Your Home episode and that it really rang true for her because she has found herself feeling a little down. She even used the word depressed Mm. after spending Time on Pinterest and house Ugh, and you know. Know, different sites like that. And I just, that really just breaks my heart that someone would feel sad. So I'm so glad that we did that episode and that that might have helped her suggesting and giving the tip to others that she has started taking photos of her favorite spots in her own home. So in, and instead of wishing that her house looked like the photos on these various sites, she then looks through. Her own photos and thinks how lucky she is to be surrounded by all the things that she really loves.
1: Well, that's wonderful. And you know, Kelly, maybe we should do an episode on how to take some really good pictures of your own home. Because I think oh. that happens where you think your home doesn't look as good as these homes on Pinterest, but they're using all these lighting techniques and styling oh, techniques and that they, you're not and they... using.
0: I don't edit really, you know, like, but people use like serious editing equipment. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're mm-hmm. looking at something that's, you know, in a magazine or something like that, it's been edited, you know, like. Uh, well, right. It could theory. be edited, but
1: again, they, right. Well, it's, you know, I had, well, right. But I'm just saying a lot of times people shoot their houses and, you know, the light bulbs are on and then maybe it looks kind of yellow or something. Yeah, and yeah, then they yeah. think, oh, my house doesn't look good when really, uh-uh. No, it's just the lighting. Oh, yeah.
0: let's. Well, you guys let us know. I think that's a great episode idea. If you guys would like to see hear that, uh, that would be great. Let's do it.
1: Okay. Yeah. Let us know. And then we'll go from there.
0: Yeah. Because I mean, so many people are putting things up on Instagram, even if, you know, it's not, you don't have to be a blogger. You don't have to be editing a magazine. You just have your Mm -hmm. Instagram account and you want your pictures to look good or it's just fun.
1: Oh yeah. Well, and should I admit this when I'm out of town? Sometimes I look at pictures of my house. <laughs> <laughs> because, because it just looks so dang good, or cause you miss I it. I did miss it. I don't know. Isn't that I know that's weird. Oh my gosh, no. that sounds weird. Okay, I don't
0: know. I honestly don't think that's weird. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, Diana's sort of saying the same thing. She's even maybe not even out of town and she's looking at them because it makes her it reminds her mm-hmm. of how much she loves her house and she loves oh, the good. things that okay. are in it. So okay. I think that that's
1: absolutely fine. No, um and it's not even that I miss my house, but it's just like, oh, that's right. I'll get to go home to my house. <laughs> At the end of the vacation. <laughs> well, yeah. Well,
0: here's the thing. I find it hard to go on vacation <laughs> places because i you know, why go when you work so hard on your house and it's so beautiful and it's so comfortable and it's it's you're again like Diana said you're surrounded by the things that you love. And then you go to a hotel room and you're like, wah, wah. Like it's got to be really good for me to leave my house.
1: Well, I know. And then I kept getting all the pictures of my uh, back porch on ring. You know, we have the, the ring oh, right. cameras yeah. because yeah. there's a black cat that has decided our house is hers. And she's just always on the back porch oh, now. How funny. I know. She's well, like, She has oh, very good taste. Well, I guess so. Oh, goodness. So well, you get to look at your house on the ring, too. Well, yeah I, yeah, I got to see it a little bit more than I wanted to this trip. but That's so funny. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for sending in um, your, your tips, your ideas. We're so excited to hear from you. Uh, and as always, it's so fun hanging out with you. And remember, we're here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time.